welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hengeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with Northern Arizona University cross-country runner and track and field athlete, Nico Young. Nico, we appreciate the time this afternoon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. We've only had the opportunity to speak with one track and field college cross-country runner, so you are the second one, and it's always a pleasure to, to get someone that's in that sport on the, on the podcast. But to start, both Sam and I would like to learn um, and understand a little bit of an update of what you're up to, and then has the fall semester started at NAU yet? Yeah, um, so this past week was our preseason week, so we had practices, our first practices with the team, and um, we start school tomorrow, and so the fall semester starts tomorrow, and um, our first meet is uh, next Saturday um, here at Buffalo Park in Flagstaff. Man, do you think you're ready for it? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. It's going to be good. It's always a little rough because it's the, we're just getting into it, but um, it's going to be good. Now, what other things have you been doing this off season to kind of prepare you for this upcoming season that you said starts um, this upcoming week? Yeah, well, I think a lot of that um, preparation just came from last year and last track season. I took, my season went pretty late till the end of June. So I took a little break after um, USA's in June and then got into some summer training this summer uh, for a couple months uh, preparing for cross country. And it's all been going really well and consistent. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. You are from Newberry Park, California. Talk about yes. your your running background when you were in California um, how long were you, how long did you grow up there? And then, you know, what made you want to pursue running at a college level? Yeah. Um, well, I, I've been running since I was probably like five or six years old, but that was, um, in youth track. So I did, I did youth track all the way up until high school. And then I started cross country for the first time once I got into high school and, um, started actually taking running more seriously once I was a high school athlete. Um, yeah, it was, uh, my high school coach had the, had a huge impact with that. He was the biggest reason to my success in high school. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how it led up to college. Did you have any family members or any, you know, close friends that had like ties to running at the college level or someone that you could like lean on or someone that you kind of grew up or kind of aspired to to model um no not really neither of my parents were runners um I actually didn't even know pro running existed until I got into uh high school um so I I kind of just did track when I was younger just I mean I guess I, it was just a sport I did and I decided to pursue it throughout high school and then um yeah, I realized that I was good at it and decided to take it into college and everything. So, yeah. Being a, a California kid, what really got your attention to wanting to go to school and compete at Northern Arizona? Um, yeah, it was it was definitely the um, 
cross country and track team here. Um, I mean, Flagstaff being at altitude and having as many uh, soft surface trails as it does is kind of like the ideal running um, scenario. So that was definitely a big factor. Um, the team was a huge factor having so many training partners, um, the how small the team is and how close the team is. And then also the the coaches being really um, amazing and uh, have had a lot of success and they're really great people. So I think those were, that's kind of why I decided to go to NAU. It is nice that it's close to California too. That's good too. Was that your goal was to try to find a school that was very regionalized to you? And like you mentioned, uh, a similar surface, were you wanting to get to run to a place that was in the Southwest or West part of the U.S.? Um, I, that didn't, I really, I was looking at schools all over the country. I don't think that wasn't really a factor, um, into my decision. It was kind of just like a bonus that it was closer. Now, Sam, um, can attest to this a bit. He, he, he is still a runner is on the cross country team at Emporia state, which is, um, a university in Kansas, uh, in, in Emporia, Kansas with him being a runner himself. He always talks to me about some stories that he's had, but for you, you know, what is your mindset when you have a day before an event, day before the race, the day of a race? Like, what's the mindset that you that you try to get yourself in um, so you're successful? Yeah, the the mindset that I always try to have going into a race is um, making sure that I'm staying focused on what I'm going to do during the race and not thinking about the outcome. Uh, if I know like the process and what I'm going to do, that usually will yield a outcome that is desirable. But if I'm thinking about the outcome of a race that usually can cause a lot more stress and um, make me a lot more nervous. So that's something that I try to stay away from and something we, you know, practice as a team. So it's uh, also really another thing that I try to do is um, communicate a lot with my team and kind of focus on them and have fun instead of uh, worrying too much about uh, what the race will be like. Now, do you think this sport has really challenged you mentally, like having to uh, having to deal with pressure and having to deal with failure if you just don't perform well? Yeah, um, I think it's definitely challenged me in that way. Um, it's made me reframe a lot of the things, the ways I think about running and um, racing and in a way that I think is really beneficial to like a lot of aspects of my life and kind of not really focusing too much on what the expectation is from lots of people that I don't even know. And it's more, you know, focusing on like my coaches and what I want for myself. So I think that's kind of how I deal with that. Do you have an example of you handling pressure pack situation or a situation where you had to learn from your past failures as a runner? Yeah, I think um, a great example of that is uh, was this past year at the NCAA regional meet, um, where at that meet, my freshman year, I uh, did not make NCAAs because um, I was thinking about it in the wrong way. And uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't my day that day, but this year I 
I made the meet and um, I was uh, definitely going into it in a much better mindset. So I think that's a really good example. Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. Yeah, Nico, uh, NAU one of the, is becoming one of the great dynasties in, in college sports. Uh, I believe five, five out of six years, you guys won the national championship, including a back-to-back the previous year. Uh, I'm just uh, curious, uh, what's it like being a part of that, like, uh, that run? And then what's been the key to NAU uh, sustaining that excellence? Yeah, um, it's been... It's been amazing being a part of this team. I mean, we have our standards are really high and, you know, we know how to um, execute in big races. So I think it's it's been a great um, experience this far so far. Um, learning from my teammates and my coaches who have, you know, been doing this before I got here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we're able I mean, we're we've been able to be very successful every year because I think we understand what it's like to. Um, have the expectation of being on top and we know how to handle it and um, frame racing in the right way like I was talking about earlier so I think that is really what um, contributes to our success. Yeah fabulous. Uh, A year ago you competed in the uh, U.S. Olympic trials. Uh, What did you learn from that experience and then what were some of the things that uh, you're uh, you're going to help work to improve on to um, try to make it get one of those three spots in uh, 24 and 28. Yeah, um, I think it was a really, it was a great experience my freshman year going to the trials um, and competing with um, the best athletes in the country. Um, Same this last year at um, USA's and I think uh, especially this year and the next year I'm going to be in a much better better position to uh, make a team and I think yeah I'm gonna be uh, just having two experiences already at a U.S. championship um, is going to help me a lot going into the race knowing that I've been there before. What's it like uh, running at Hayward Field? I had an opportunity to work there uh, the last two summers and it's one of the best probably the best facility for track and field in the country. Yeah no it's amazing I really like competing there i mean it's just i mean ncaa's there was there this year and so is usa's that was uh really really cool um there's no facility like that so it's it's amazing so uh, i want to talk about your last outdoor season uh, you finished uh, third in the 5k made another step do you feel now that you have the expectation to uh to uh, win an individual national title besides your uh, team titles that you've won in cross country yeah, I mean, I think the goal at every race I go into, the goal is going to be to win. I think, yeah, just having another year of experience and training under me this year is just going to put me in an even better position to try and win NCAAs in every race I run. So, uh, as a runner in high school and like in your uh, early uh, college career, what were some mistakes that you made uh, early? early on and what routines 
an exercise did you did you add to help fix that issue? I'd say probably, I mean, I think the biggest mistake I made was just putting too much pressure on myself from um, outside like sources telling me to do things that, I mean, I was already planning on doing, but it just made it, added a lot more pressure. I think that was probably the biggest mis mistake I made, but I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to avoid that when you're a freshman in college and there's a lot of expectation, you come out of a successful high school career, but um, I think I managed it well. And over the past two years um, here at NAU, I've worked with my coach and team a lot. And I think I'm managed that a lot better. And uh, it's not really that big of a deal anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. What are some mistakes that you see uh, runners do, like whether at the high school or college level that you think that if they uh, fix those mistakes, they would be a lot running a lot faster? Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I think one big thing is kind of this is something my high school coach would always say, but uh, I think what stops a lot of people from running a lot faster than they could is thinking something is too fast. So then they don't run that fast. Like, I mean, if you think like his quote is like 420 in the mile, it doesn't matter what the number is. It could be five minute mile. But if, like if you think 420 in the mile is fast, then it is fast and it's going to be a lot harder to run it versus if you thought, if you don't think it's that fast, then you might as well train for it and then see what happens. I just think that's um, a big mistake high school athletes make. Why can't a high school athlete run for flat for a mile? It doesn't, there's no reason why not. You don't have to train super hard. A lot of it is the mindset too. So. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. something that I've like fallen into sometimes. And I realized that like some of my worst workouts and races was because I had the mindset of thinking I was going out a little too fast or going out at like some point with some people that like that are probably like are at the top pack. And then I kind of had that mindset and then I kind of like just like drained myself mentally. Um, I want to talk about Flagstaff. Uh, Four years ago, I spent three weeks there training with some a couple of my teammates. It was one of the best times I ever had. Uh, training in Flagstaff, what is your favorite spot to do uh, workouts at? There's like there's so many trails in Flagstaff. It's like crazy. I I there's so many great places, but the place that we go to the most for um, workouts that aren't on the track is uh, would be Buffalo Park probably. So I think that's just it's really easy place to go to it's close to the school and it's a two mile dirt loop it's perfect yeah that's my favorite yeah. too always try to run there every time I go to Flagstaff and then another unique thing about Flagstaff and like the state of Arizona in general is that you can live high and then train low my coach yeah. talked about that how many times do you do you do you as a team like go down to like a little bit closer to sea level, which is probably like, I think like Sedona or like Prescott and do like workouts there. Um, we do that pretty frequently, actually. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's really nice that we can get down to lower elevation so quickly for a workout on any given day. Um, yeah, we do that. We do that a lot. Most of the time for workouts that can't be done as well at altitude, most things we can do up here, but there's certain paces and stuff that it's just harder to hit for a sustained period of time, like at altitude. So. Well, what's a workout or like an example of like one thing you can't do at altitude that you have to go down to sea level to do workout. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think the things that you can do at 7,000 feet are um, stuff on both like ends of the spectrum. So like really, really aerobic things you can do up here. And I think you get a lot of benefit from and then stuff that's also pretty like speed oriented um, with a lot of rest. That's usually something you can do up here, but it's the stuff in the middle that kind of gets harder. So things around race pace. So if you want to do like, say you're training for a 5k and you want to run like a 2k at 5k race pace, that's a lot harder to do up here than it would be if you go down to um, closer to sea level. Would lactate threshold workouts be like one you want to do at sea level or can you do that at a uh, high altitude? Um, I think that's something we always do at altitude. I think just the nature of that is, I mean, it's a, it's running at your lactate threshold is an effort, not a pace. So I think it works perfectly at 7,000 feet. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so one of the unique things I love about cross country is the courses are all different. Some courses you have a, a flat, some of them are like a little bit hilly. What is your favorite cross country course you've ran on in high school and in college? Um, I think my favorite cross country course in high school, I, in high school, I kind of have two because like California cross country courses is a lot of it is like concrete and dirt and not very much grass. So I really like Woodward Park in California. And then um, the Glendevere Golf Course where NXN is hosted um, for high school as well. And then best place that I've raced in college, um, you know, I guess I don't really know. I haven't really raced at a lot of, a lot of places in college because of COVID and everything. It's kind of been the same ones, but um, I think the Tallahassee course is, is a cool one. It's kind of like go through a forest and um, on this, um, a lot of grass too. It's nice, um, but I'm excited to run at like Nutty Comb this year and see what that's like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what is your favorite uh, track uh, that you've ran on so far? Probably Hayward Field. I think it's just the energy there is just unmatched. Yeah. What What's your least favorite track track that you've uh, competed on? Probably the one in uh, College Station, Texas, which was regionals two years ago, just because it was so hot. I don't know. The track was great, but it was just super hot and humid. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an adjustment going from high altitude to like kind of close, kind of more of a tropical climate. And yeah. Mm -hmm. What's it like being distance for indoor? I know I'm not really a fan of indoor track. I prefer going outside to to do like these long races. Talk about a little bit about what indoor is like for you yeah I think um indoor is important for me for setting up the outdoor season so indoors I'll run like the mile 3k and 5k and then that will help set me up for running I don't know uh a 5k outdoors when I've ran indoors a lot faster than 5k pace and like the mile and 3k so then that sets me up to um run well in like the 5k outdoor and maybe the 10k this year yeah, that's what I feel like I really like about the indoor season is kind of dropping down in distance a little bit sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to a little bit talk about like this upcoming season and uh, you guys are trying to go three peat again, like you did in 2017, 18, 19. So you're trying to get your second three peat. Talk about your current team right now. Who do you think is going to be like the team that's going to probably uh, push you guys the most? this year and uh, what's going to be the key for you to uh, obtain that second three peat? 
Yeah, um, I think the team's looking really great this year. Um, we, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to be just as hard to beat this year as we were last year. Everything's looking really good. Um, got a lot of people running well and healthy, so that's a really good sign. Um, yeah, I mean, we haven't, we don't, like we don't talk too much about like other teams, but uh, it's uh, I'm sure, you know, that most of the teams that were in it last year are going to be in it this year. That's just kind of how it is. So it's going to be very competitive. Sometimes yeah. the toughest opponent is just yourselves and just running the best that you can and uh, let let everything uh, take care of itself. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Nico, we. Really appreciate the time uh, having you on the podcast. Uh, I want I, I got one more question for you for yeah. anybody out there uh, chasing a dream or uh, anybody just in general. Uh, what advice would you give them? I would say first, I would say go for it. If you really are passionate about it, you know, why not? No one should stop you from trying to pursue something that you're really passionate about and that you really enjoy. You know, when you go and pursue that, I would make sure you remind yourself along the way, you know, why you um, started pursuing this and try to keep that enjoyment and try not to let it turn into something that is a uh, negative. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a fantastic advice. And I'm excited to see what you guys uh, do this season. I'm rooting for you guys. I, you guys have a great culture, a great team. And I, I think you guys are have a really good chance of completing the three-peat again. So uh, best of luck to you. And uh, do you have anything you would like to promote NIL-wise? Sure, um, thank you um, for saying that too. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I just uh, recently released uh, some like merch with my two younger brothers, Lex and Leo. Um, it's called Run Fast Apparel. You can go to runfastapparel.com and uh, order your clothing there. I think it's some really, it's stylish and nice clothing that's not crazy. It's not like our faces like aren't on a t-shirt. It's nice. So, you know, go ahead and get some if you're interested. Yeah. Well, Nico, we really appreciate you coming on. I mean, I know Sam was really pumped up about this because like you mentioned, uh, had, had a lot of experience competing at the college level, really enthusiastic to have you on, but we just like Sam said, you know, uh, I also wish you a successful season in the fall and in the spring. And um, we are so happy that you're able to come on this afternoon. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's um, it's been great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nico. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you too. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.